We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Welcome in, Packer fans, to another edition of the Pack a Day podcast. Thanks again for joining us today. My name is Dan Kotnick, and joining me today are my two favorite Pack a Day podcast co-hosts. It's Matt Fralick and Janelle Mackey. Guys, how are you doing today? Doing well. Doing well, Dan. Uh, your, I thought you were going to say your favorite Pack-A-Day podcast, like hosts overall, but co-hosts is... We'll, we'll take that. <laughs> Janelle and I will take that. <laughs> well, it goes Such a me, compliment. <laughs> it goes me, number one. I'm my favorite. And then you guys yeah. get to play out for 2A and 2B. I respect it. <laughs> At if least you don't we love understand yourself first, you, you can't love anybody else after that, right? Well said. I mean, you're my favorite too, Dan, so it makes sense that you pick yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, um, we were – That was we not playing. just fighting on Matt. It was just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike some people, we can understand when it's the joke and when it's a bit. Um, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> you, can, you can dive into my Twitter timeline if you want to figure out that one. Um, all right. Guys, we were playing, for the last 24 hours, we were playing the hope the Packers break some kind of big news or the NFL actually releases a cap number game to the hope that we would have some real news to actually talk about. That didn't happen. Actually, the only the only thing that's really come across the wire is that it appears um, Packers defensive tackle Billy Wynn will not be returning 
this year with the Packers coming from his Instagram, posted on his story as a thank you at Packers. Not been confirmed by uh, anyone yet, by Billy or even the organization or anybody, but uh, that kind of is a pretty big sign that Billy, a candidate of probably not coming back anyways, is confirming those suspicions that he won't be a Green Bay Packer next year. So that's really kind of our biggest news to talk about. Today. I mean, we, we, we hoped and prayed. It just wasn't hard enough, but we did get some news before the show. Our our entire group chat is just a bunch of fingers crossed emojis, <laughs> hoping yeah. and praying something would happen, and, and nothing happened. Yeah, it was like a snow day, like kids prepare, like kids <laughs> hoping for a snow day. But you know, like uh, what is it like? And then you don't see your name scroll. Or... You don't see your school's name scrolling on the bottom, and you're like, ah, okay. <laughs> okay, Man, real quick, but the sidetrack is that doesn't exist anymore, right? Kids don't get that no. anymore. Yeah, snow I days, don't think it snow does. Days are over. I, well, snow, yeah, yeah, I mean, snow everything can be online now, now so. Mm-hmm. But like even before then, I feel like kids kids didn't get that they you know they woke up and they went on Facebook and you know True. found your found like the local news. Here's the local school closings, yada yada yada. But like seriously, I remember going and watch like turning on the TV. Or I had I, we oh, had yeah. a radio. We had like we just used the kitchen radio. Because the one TV was right next to my mom's room, we couldn't turn the TV on. You turn on the radio, and you like were listening for them to call out your name. And like once it got past you in the in the alphabetical order, you're like, "Oh, great! Now I actually have to go get ready for school." Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the I mean, I'm in Minnesota. There's like I think I had like four <laughs> snow days in my entire <laughs> life. So I had more snow days I think when I went to Green Bay for college than I did in uh, Minnesota for just K through 12 school. It's like, well, you got a shovel, figure it out real quick. Okay. So green, wait, green Bay, you both have spent, well, uh, Matt, you live in green yeah. Bay. Yep. Janelle, you spent time in college in green mm-hmm. Bay. Yep. What is the snow day situation like in green Bay? Because Southwest Ohio, mm-hmm. we had a, we had a fair amount of snow days and more, more two hour delays than anything. Um, and then when I went to college in Bowling Green, which is just about two hours north, um, we had, I think, two times, two separate times that we had the, the school actually close because of snow slash temperature. So what was it like mm-hmm. in Green Bay? Green Bay? I mean, personally, going to college, I didn't even realize that there could possibly be snow days in college. I just thought that that upper <laughs> echelon of, like, <laughs> scholastic, it would, just, it would just forge on. But I think, I want to say, like, man, there might have been two or three. And it, it's just like, yeah, but that was like the whole UW system was shut down, too, because it was just like mm-hmm. there was snow across the whole state. Um Yeah, I mean. If you have, it's fun if you have booze. That's good. That was always, that was <laughs> oh, always yeah. a plus. It, yeah, it's especially with it being, is it like Michigan where the wind makes it really oh, aggressive? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, and Green Bay, it's more of a, like a suitcase school, commuter school. A lot of people don't live on campus, and I think professors really did not want to drive in some of that weather. I remember, gosh, what April was it, Matt, where there was the really big snowstorm? Was that 2017? I think it was 2018. 2018, where it was like... senior or junior, but yeah, I remember... Yeah. I wasn't in college, but working, working... That one was bad. Yeah, it was terrible. Like, I remember opening my front door. I wasn't living on campus, and it was probably... The way the wind was blowing, about half the door 
was covered with snow. Like, cliche cartoon, you open the door and it's just snow, yeah. and it was great. So, yeah, I mean, See? a few snow days here, and it was always, like, chunks, too, where it would be, like, maybe two or three in a row, and then you right. wouldn't have any the rest of the year. It was right. always one bad snowstorm, and then... See, we had the first one I had. I didn't even get to experience the first one that I had because I was traveling with the the BG women's basketball team on a road trip to northern Illinois. So I got snowed in in DeKalb, Illinois, which if any of our listeners oh, know about gee. DeKalb, Illinois, there's terrible places to get stuck in in the snowstorm, and DeKalb is up at the top of them. <laughs> um, but Bowling Green in northwest Ohio, it really, what it is, and this is going to sound like the most Midwestern thing, it's not the snowfall, it's the temperature, because it is so flat that, like, the wind chill just, it, it gets dropped by, like, 20, 30 degrees sometimes. And, yeah. like, you just can't be outside for more than five minutes at a time, or else you start to get uh, hypothermia. So yeah. they, like, they, would close, they would close the school for it. So, um, so we've, we've spent, <laughs> we've spent, I think <laughs> we just spent minutes 10 minutes talking, talking about the weather. It <laughs> doesn't even exist right now. It's like it's 60 degrees right now in Minnesota and I'm sitting here talking I about sweater snow outside days. Today, for God's sake. <laughs> okay. So as you can tell, as you can probably tell from this intro, we don't have any real things to talk about. We don't have an NFL cap set yet, so we can't talk about anything in relation to contracts. Uh, free agency is is an absolute mystery right now. I think anything revolving around cuts or franchise tags or everything else has been talked ad nauseum by people smarter than us. And so we want to go our way. We are taking this as a, as a this episode in a full Matt Janelle Dan off road trip. Um, sort of inspired by, I was inspired by Andy Herman's, uh, YouTube pack a day podcast video today where he was talking about some of the, uh, kind of outlandish trades, like fantasy trades that the Packers could try to, you know, would try to make in, you know, a perfect world or whatever. I wanted to take that one step further into the absolute absurd. So what I have posed to these two and myself if the Packers could make a trade with any other sports team, not even not football, any sports team or league or whatever, make a trade straight up, what would you do? And so so we've set some rules. Like I said, it, it's straight up trade. There's no, like, picks or, you know, cash considerations or, or whatever. And the thing, too, is you can't just say they're going to trade, you know, whoever to this team or they're going to trade for whoever on this team to play for the Packers. I want to try to make this as realistic as humanly possible. So when we give these trades, you need to make you need to give us the argument for why the trade equals out on both sides and and why it would work. All right. So we're going to do two each here. Um, Janelle and I were very excited about this. Matt, <laughs> Matt seems like he was having <laughs> trouble, but that might even prove that it'll be better content coming from coming from Matt. So we'll it, see. It, the trouble is, Dan, executing the value and making the logistics work That's, out yes. as great yeah. as Russ Ball does. That's really mm-hmm. what it comes down to. I want to get under the cap, but I want to get value for the picks. I want to be able to set up the future um, you know, but while fleecing another professional sports team. That's really what it comes down to. Dan's right. like, I want this to be as realistic as I, possible, and my picks are so unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. 
realistic is a very, very <laughs> amorphous term in this sense because we are we're 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 trading away football players to play hockey and basketball. So, mm-hmm. uh, so it, it's a very it's a very loose definition. Janelle, let me start with you because I know you are chomping at the bit to get our first hockey pick in here. So I'll give <laughs> you the floor on this one. Yes. Okay. I know almost nobody is gonna know my picks, but <laughs> my first one. I was thinking, and I was like, you know what? There's all these great hockey talents. Like, yeah, maybe I could throw McDavid in somewhere. But then I started thinking, I was like, you know what? I want a big goalie to play center in the absence of Corey Lindsley. So Mm -hmm. Andre Vasilevsky from the Tampa Bay Lightning, we're going to bulk him up. He's 6'3", I think only maybe like 220, but, you know, we can add some pounds, get some cheeseburgers in him, and I'm going to bulk him up, and he's going to play center because he's so, like, his job is literally protecting, and he is one of the best in the league right now. And he, you know, who better to protect Aaron Rodgers than somebody who is one of the best protectors in the National Hockey League? So I'm going to take Andre Vasilevsky. We're going to sign him. We're going to feed him. We're going to put some pounds on him, and he's going to go in there, and nothing gets past him. He's a brick wall, and Aaron Rodgers is going untouched all year. So that means you're making so you're you're trading away Corey Lindsley to the Tampa Bay Lightning. To, yes, he can go play goalie for the Lightning. I feel like he could do it. Win a Stanley Cup. They're a phenomenal team. You know, he's one of the best centers in the league. Vasilevsky's one of the best goalies in the league, if not the best, kind of like Lindsley at center. So, yeah, he and he's big, you know, take up a lot of net space. They yeah. Easy. He's going to go win a Stanley Cup with them. <laughs> I honestly feel like that is that's a very that's a worthwhile trade between both teams. The only thing that was kind of causing question was Vasilevsky's weight because he's like sixty pounds less than. Lindsay, like you said, he gets on that to, diet. Exactly, give him some cheese curds and whatever. Just give him a lifetime supply of Culver's and, and Culver's <laughs> yeah. and homie will be just fine. Matt, what is your opinion on Andre Vasilevsky? I, not to be honest, he, he, he missed. He missed the. We missed the tape on him. Um, however, we love the need, filling the need at center. Um, I, I love. I love the pickup, getting a guy at center. And I think I could say for Janelle and I were talking about um, going to college in Green Bay. Very easy to attain some pounds by living in Green Bay, just being a oh, part yeah. of the community. So he he will be just fine bulking up if that's your one concern. <laughs> And he's young. I think he's 26. So Love that. Yeah. Love that. That's also huge. Janelle comes out firing <laughs> with the first one. I love this. Okay. Um, Matt, you. I know you've got one surefire one here, so I, I assume that's going to be the one you, you give us here first. Definitely. And I'm going to preface this one with this is the, my, this is the only – well, I shouldn't say this is my only NBA pick. We'll see what everyone else shakes out with. But I feel like NBA guys are so fun to always put in the NFL, whether that's they play tight end, defensive end, wherever, running back. You know, mm-hmm. the, the time has passed for me personally with LeBron James just as far as his you know youth is not there. I'd love to see him possibly line up for the Browns back in the day um, at cornerback <laughs> or receiver or tight end or wherever they had him slotted at. But I'm looking at a guy who can do a lot of things. He's a, a big dude in the post. He can step out and hit the threes. He's a great passer um, from the Denver Nuggets, Nikolai Jokic. 
26 years old, 6'11", 285, so we got a big frame on him. Now, the best thing about Jokic, or the Joker, as I mentioned, <clears throat> he can play multiple positions. He can step out and hit the three. He's a great passer and facilitator. So I'm proposing the Packers make a trade in this offseason here. We're going to get rid of Jordan Love, and we're going to sign and trade Aaron Jones. And we're just going to go under the assumption we can use the transition tag on Aaron Jones and trade him away some somehow we'll get through with that. Adam Silver will approve it. Russ Ball kind of give him a little nudge. It, it'll it'll work out. I'm I'm convinced of that. However, the best thing about Jokic, as I said, is versatility. So we're going to slot him in at offensive tackle, the left side, until David Bakhtiari comes back. Then potentially we'll put him to right when that comes back when David's healthy and we're solidified on either side of the line. But really, the way Jokic passes. And the way reason we're getting rid of Jordan Love is because Jokic is the future at quarterback. Once Aaron Rodgers gets us another <laughs> championship, we have the size to see over the offensive line. We don't have to worry about that short stuff. And he's able to pass really, really well. Go look at the pass. I think there's a YouTube video out there of him actually being like someone put out a video like he could potentially be an NFL franchise savior. He can sling that rock. And I think it's a solid move. It checks boxes. He's able to do multiple things and definitely you know bridges us from the David Bakhtiari, un- you know, situation with the offensive tackles. Plus, we have our future uh, quarterback there, who's only 26 years old at this point. And Vasilevsky can snap him the ball. <laughs> there you go, exactly. And we're just we're just solidifying that chemistry for years to come. I love that the first thing that we have done is completely dismantle our offensive line and replace it with a goalie. And an- <laughs> this is fantastic, <clears throat> Matt. I I gotta say, I was I was. I was trying to think of like, all right, all right, who is an NBA player that like can just absolutely throw darts like yeah. across the court? Because like, but then I was like, but who do you give up? I'm like, and and just instantly like, uh, just a reaction in my head. I'm like, well, the quarterback position is set, so that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Matt, I didn't even think about to have to have the cojones to make that move, Matt. I tip my hat to you. It's big. Um, according to my NBA insiders, too, it sounds like the Denver Nuggets do need a combo guard in the back, so Aaron Jones will fulfill that. Him and Jamal Murray will be a good duo, but really it's it's. I, I feel very confident of that. Dan, you mentioned throwing darts. Kevin Love could have been a pick. Again, it goes with getting a little longer in the tooth, mm-hmm. like LeBron James. Okay, I know if that did, one. <laughs> if we would have done this 10 years ago, we have a completely different conversation, but we got we got to go with the youth. You can't go too old at this point, but... Yeah, we're we're confident, Dan. Um, so I want NHL, or excuse me, Janelle went NHL. I want NBA. What what's your pick? I'm I'm I know Janelle and I are at the edge of our seats waiting. Okay, so I've got I've got two here, and one is NHL as well, and I feel like I need to say it now because Janelle and I were talking that we're worried we're going to have a crossover with our NHL picks down the line here. So I'm gonna say this one to just get it out of the way. And I was I was I was hoping that she was gonna go to Garask with her when she was talking about goalie. I debated. Um, but, I debated. But but Vasilevsky, if you're going for youth, that's that's the play. That's the play. So I, I you made I think you made the right choice there. Um I am going to stick though with a teammate of Tukarask in Boston, and I am gonna trade Kevin King to the Boston Bruins for Brad Marchand. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> is Janelle, before I go any further, was that the way you went? Did no. were you targeting Brad Marsh? I was not targeting the rat whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> I'm just laughing at the thought of like Kevin King going and playing in Boston and probably just getting abused in that division. Okay, so hold on. And- hold on. Here's <laughs> here's my reasoning for how it works. Let me start with Brad coming to the Packers because that's what everyone that's what most of the people here care about. Brad Marchand, if you're not familiar with the NHL, arguably one of the better goal scorers, or just playmakers, I should say. Right, Janelle? Like, yeah, he, he he's definitely up there. Over you know? 100 points yeah. every year. He plays on an, it helps that he plays on a fantastic line with Pasternak and Bergeron. But I think oh, as a talent overall, he's a fantastic talent. But what he's really known for is just being a pest. He is an absolute instigator, uh, borderline questionable antics at times. Um, there's a if you've ever had your face licked in a professional game, you're probably on the receiving end of Brad, Brad Marchand. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason that my that my fantasy hockey team is called Marchand's Kissing Booth. Um, <laughs> but here's what I want to do: I want to take Brad Marchand. I want I want to pair him up as cornerback number two to Jair Alexander. Because Brad may not have the height of Kevin King or even really the overall athletic athleticism on the football field as Kevin King. But, but can you imagine <laughs> can you imagine Brad Marchand just getting under the skin of every wide receiver that he comes across and just like we talk about this defense having teeth and having swagger? Well, now it has attitude. Now it has get-under-your-skin-pissed-you-off attitude. And Brad is going to bring that attitude every single time that he comes out and plays, and that is what I want. I want him just going out there and, and instigating. Just And you think that a people. hockey player isn't going to know how to tackle? They hit right. people for a living. <laughs> exactly. And that, that brings me to Kevin King on the ice. I have no idea of his, of his ice skating ability, but here's the thing. <laughs> Boston, Best of luck to you. Boston lost a ton of height when they said goodbye to Zidane Ochara before the season. They now replace that height with Kevin King. How and tall is Kevin King? I think he's six two, uh, six one. Yeah, I think three. he's about six yeah. three. I think mm-hmm. you know how tall Zidane Ochara is, right? He's like I six how, seven. <laughs> I know how. Trust me, I know how tall Zidane Ochara is. I, I, I get it, but. You replace some of that height with Kevin King, and here's the best part about it. Kevin King's tackling in the NFL, when it was all shoulder, works perfectly in the NHL. No need to wrap up in the NHL. You just put your body into them, and you're getting on the stat sheet. So that is, that's why I think this, this is a perfect move. For yeah, you don't have to wrap up in the NHL. No, exactly. <laughs> don't finish, you don't need to finish tackle. Just get in front of him. Just put yourself out in front of him, and you'll be fine. He, he would definitely be on the defense. Yes, for sure. Yeah. No, Kevin King is not a goal scorer. <laughs> as no. I was reviewing, as I was re- reviewing our notes here for my uh, my GM and my scouts and everything, we're, we're noticing that uh, Marshawn is five nine. Um, yes. Is is that a concern for no. the uh, the front office? <laughs> no, for, it's not. No. Okay. No, it's not. 
You think five sure? nine's a concern? Just wait till you hear my next page. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified. I'm not, I don't want to wait anymore. Janelle, give it to me. I need to hear this. Okay, if my extremely unrealistic lifelong dream is the Packers trade, well, you know, Aaron Jones can't afford to pay him, going to have to say goodbye to him. We're sending him to the Women's National Hockey League in exchange for 5-2 Kendall Coyne, Schofield. Ah! <laughs> we have a girl on the team, Kendall Coyne, Schofield. She's married to a Super Bowl champion, Mike Schofield, so she knows what football is, and I want her in there at running back. She is one of the fastest human beings I've ever seen on skates. There is no way that she cannot swerve her way. Little little 5-2 Kendall Coyne. She's going to find a way. She's going to be elusive behind the offensive line. You know, her husband's going to kind of give her some tips and tricks on what she needs to look for in the gaps. And, I mean, yeah, she's she's 28, but she's still... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. One of the best, and she also, there is video proof of her out there. Yes, she's 5'2", but she was squatting her husband, who was 310 pounds, so she's got the quad she needs to be an elusive running back for the Packers. And Aaron Jones, you know, he he reps that El Paso hockey sweater. He knows hockey culture. Mm -hmm. He can go out there and... You know, whatever. It's co-ed now. Co-ed hockey. Aaron Jones is out there, and you know that he's going to be a goal scorer. So I think it's a great trade. I like it. I <laughs> love that. I'm absolutely in love with that pick. I told like, I told you, un, unrealistic, but Kendall Coyne, and, you know, it's International Women's Day. She is one of my, if not my favorite female athlete of all time, and you know that she's going to bring the work ethic to this team. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, 
you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. That's I, I can't say enough about that. That is... And to put up and to just go out of the box and not put her at like kicker or punter. No, but hell no. As a running back. She the, is a the, running the, back. <laughs> the most like the most hits. Like that is that is freaking awesome. I love this. I and love she this. if need be, she could probably do a little special teams returning, you know. I don't know what her catching abilities are, but you know, if you're married to a football player, I'm sure they've gone out and played catch once or twice. You know, she's a natural athlete. She'll figure it out. Dude, put her put her as a gunner. Get have someone get down there, and you're not relying on J.K. Scott to make the tackle. <laughs> she will do it. <laughs> knock Janelle, knock it out of the park. That's that's a great one, Matt. You have a crap ton to live up to here now. I do, I do. Um, and if you don't do you, know who Kendall Coyne is, make sure you go look her up. Yeah, go Google it, please. Check out the videos. So yeah. I went. I wanted to go NBA here, um, but I, I, I straight away I wanted to diversify a little bit. I, I dipped into the MLB range, and it was tough to go through because I wanted to go get a, a big name. I wanted to go get maybe like a Mike Trout. I just felt like the the price was too expensive on him. I wanted to go get a couple other guys a little bit older in the tooth as far as just, you know, they played football before, and Alex Gordon came to mind, but he's 37, not going to work for me. There's a couple other guys I saw out there, but one I really, really particularly liked, checks boxes for me. He's young at, what is it, 25 years old. He's fast as hell, which is always is fantastic when I'm building a player and a team. And he has a pedigree of a professional athlete. His father was Raul Mondesi, and we're going with Aldoberto Mondesi. He led the Yo. league, I believe, two years ago in stolen bases. Super quick guy, 6'1", 200 pounds, and we're going to slot him in at cornerback. Packers desperately need, desperately need a cornerback. Uh, depending if we can pull off the trade with Kevin King to the Boston Bruins, that'll be need to be seen. But <laughs> he's he's gone. He's essentially gone. Now the beauty of this trade here is that we're going to get rid of some players that do have some baseball or should I say softball experience. Unfortunately, the Green and Yellow charity game was canceled this last year. We'll see if it happens in 2021. Uh, if Jordy will be there, Donald Driver, etc. Donald Driver is hosting one. Thank you. So. <laughs> In 2019, I believe the box score, um, one reflected that Robert Tanyan won the Home Run Derby. Yes, we are trading away Robert Tanyan. We have equity Whoa. in Jay Sternberger. We have DeGuara. I think we're going to be set at the position. We're getting rid of Oren Burks. Kind of a hybrid dude that never fit the Packers, but again, uh, an athlete that they can slot in possibly as a utility guy, but they're getting a, a big home run hitter in Robert Tanyan and Oren Burks, and then we're getting our number two cornerback to pair with Jair Alexander, and that speed um, can do some wonders there. So I'm, I'm happy to see what that can do in the new um, with the new defensive coordinator, see what Jerry Gray can do there. But really it's a, it's a youth speed movement that we're getting on that, the defensive side to fill a void. I, Matt, perfect pick. Seriously, like I, I was sitting here because I'm, I was, I was trying to. This is why we were going to do three originally, and then like I realized I don't know if I could have thought of three different that weren't like all 
hockey players, basically, yeah. <laughs> or, or basketball. And I was trying, like, I was trying desperately to think of like somebody in baseball. I'm like, like, who's got a specific skill set? Who's got like a a bills that I could slot easily into, you know, a football team? But I just, I don't know the MLB as well as like as other leagues. And so, Matt, you bring up that name and like instantly, yeah, you're right. Like this, like that's one thing you can't teach is speed. Like get yep. me a speedy guy out on the defense. Fits in perfectly. Matt crushed it. I don't know when you came up with that pick, if it was last 10 minutes or whatever, but whenever you did, stroke of genius. I love it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. I love how in-depth and how thought out Matt's picks are. And you can tell that he is now a Madden coach because he looks at all these <laughs> all these different, what do I need? What am I looking for? The value. Right. Like build my perfect player. Here we go. And Exactly. It. It's like, and I also kind of want to make, you know, I don't want to just completely fleece a team like Dan did, just giving Kevin King to the Boston Bruins. I want to make I it a good value, a good value for them. So we're, we're getting... Hold on a second. I'm a Bruins fan, and I'm okay with this. If he can skate, I think it's a perfect fit. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah. You <laughs> and gotta, even you gotta, if he can only skate, like he can just be a goon and Kevin can figure it out. Throw hands. Yeah, you know, he could go be be the goon, be the instigator, and whatever. They need it. Just, they get rid of Marshan, they, they need someone to get under the skin. That, yeah, exactly. Right. Enough goon slander. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is it my last one here now? It is. Okay. So I had a lot of thinking about this one, guys. And I wanted to go, Janelle, I wanted to go in your direction. And this, this whole episode is a testament to you guys taking an idea that I thought of and running far away with it better than I did because I played safe. I played scared. Uh, and and just, Matt, you went MLB. You find a way to make MLB work. It's perfect. Janelle, you found a way to get a woman into the NFL in a non-kicking role because I was thinking, I'm like, I'm in, I'm in the camp. I've said that if the situation, the cap situation becomes dire, if, if if things start looking iffy, if you start needing to make cuts, or if you feel like you've got a prospect lined up that you are ready to nab, I'm in the camp that I'm okay to start talking about letting Mason Crosby go at this point. Um, just with injuries and age and everything else like that, if you find someone that you think is the next one, I'm okay letting it go. So I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we could get like like Rose Lavelle into uh into the NFL and play not just because she's my favorite like uh USA women's player um Wait, is she the the Badger? Yes, former okay. former Wisconsin Badger now playing <laughs> for the women's side of my favorite team Manchester City, so there's a lot of there's a lot to connect there. Um but I even thought like for like Manchester City player like men's player Kevin De Bruyne coming in as a kicker. I'm like, but here's the thing. Mason Crosby going to play soccer, it just doesn't add up to me. I couldn't make the math work. But And I, here's another one, Matt, for you that I think you might appreciate that I had mm-hmm. in my back pocket. I wanted to get Taco Fall on this team so damn oh, bad. Man. And I was ready to trade J.K. Scott to Boston to bring in Taco Fall as the new punter slash guy that stands over the center or over the long snapper on kicks. 
because imagine putting a guy that's seven foot six in front of the center. He doesn't need to jump, doesn't need to run over anybody. Just stand a yard or so back from the center and put your hands straight up. You instantly created the the biggest uh, defender in in the league. Maurice so, Maurice Drayton would love that as a the, the special team. <laughs> he would be a big fan. But here's where I went. And because it was my idea, I'm taking the rules and I'm throwing them out of the window right now, guys, because I am not trading a player from the Green Bay Packers. I am trading a selection of Green Bay Packer fans. I am trading a selection of Green Bay Packer fans away. I am sending them overseas and I am replacing them with European soccer fans. Boom! <laughs> Wait, and just here, all Packers fans? No, 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 oh, no. Section. Hold on, Fletcher. hold on. Sorry, I want Sorry. to. I want to preface this before you turn this episode off. Not all <laughs> Packer fans. Hashtag not all Packer fans. I am you know which ones he's talking about. You know damn well which Packer fans I am talking about. I am talking about. <laughs> Ethel and Marvin, who drive up from Sheboygan and have owned season tickets since the 40s, and tell me to sit down on third and two. Those are the fans that I am talking about. The ones that create the worst fan experience in the NFL. I have been on record multiple times saying that I think the Packers season ticket waitlist is something that it creates a very detriment has a detrimental effect on the Lambo experience mm-hmm. because I feel like there is a certain group of fans that treat a Packer game as if they are going to church, yep. and it, it 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 makes for the worst environment if you are coming to watch a football game. I'm not going to be quiet. I'm not going to sit down. And here's another thing too. I I love that I love that Packer fans don't have this uh, this reputation like Philly or like New York where you know if you come in wearing a different jersey you're going to get a beer tossed on you. But you know what? I have gone to so many Packer games where you know like before the game even starts, Packer fans are buying opposing players or opposing fans beers and like thanks for coming out, eh? I'm done with this. I am done. I want soccer hooligans in the stands. I want everybody chanting and cheering the entire game, which the soccer fans do for a straight 90 minutes of chants that are directed at certain players. They're directed at coaches. They're popping smoke. They've got drums. Like, this is the environment that I feel needs to be created in Lambo. Get Lambo crazy and rocking and create an environment that makes it tough for players and fans to come in and support anybody but the Green Bay Packers. Diatribe. Strong argument. That is such an out-of-the-box pick, but I fully support it. (laughs) Yeah. Because I understand, like, yep. Exactly what you're talking about. Not only did I learn, and Matt two, as a owner packs. of, yeah. Matt as a part owner of the Packers, would you agree? <laughs> I would, I would. Like I, I was gonna say, like not only did I ner- learn two new NHL players tonight. Um, granted, they were on the they were on the scouting list, and you know we did go through their evals, but um, I learned a little bit more for the process. But I didn't realize that Dan and I have sat in similar seats before with uh, Marvin and Ethel in the same section. <laughs> I've, I've had those exact same fans behind me, Dan. It's crazy. We must almost miss each other just in passing. 
Now, again, like I've had so many good experiences with Packer fans at games. I, I come in as an out-of-stater. You know, I always get sort of weird looks because obviously I'm not the season ticket holder that's sitting in these seats when I go to games. But I've had tons of great experiences with season ticket holders. I, I've never had a truly awful Lambo experience. But, like, at a certain point, guys, like, maybe it's time that we did have one or two bad experiences if it creates the environment that I think we need. I, I think I think there is just this weird, like, aura and entitlement around it where, you know, like, well, we've been season ticket holders for, you know, 50 years. Well, maybe that's not always a good thing because then now most of the time you're just selling your tickets to Vikings fans that come in for the game, you know? Like, it, it just creates a weird environment. Get me people in there that are going to be passionate on every single down and make noise and make Lambo loud. Get loud Lambo. <laughs> I like it. Are you accepting all soccer, European soccer fans? I know there are some Is there, like, a ones. certain team that you're trading yeah. the Packers fans to? Here's, here's if I can go off the board a little bit. And, I mean, have, I think so you yeah. already you know what? Right. You know what? This is this is so niche. I'm pretty sure I'm the only like this only applies to me. There is a third tier soccer team here in Detroit called Detroit City FC. If you have not looked, I don't care. If you like soccer, you have no interest in soccer. I don't care what your interest in soccer is. Look up Detroit City FC and just take a look at how these fans create the environment at this place. The opposing team walks in. What do you do? You turn your back to them, and you give them the double bird, and you just have no interest in anyone there that is not rooting for your team. You're popping smoke. You are talking. You are doing chants that talk about what certain players are having relations with other people that they might know <laughs> in their family. Like, that is the kind of stuff that I – okay, that's not the kind of stuff that I want to see at an NFL game. But, I'm, but that kind of intensity – that kind of passion. That's what I want to see at Packer games. I, I just don't see I just don't see it all the time. You know, that that's mm-hmm. it's it's really just a this is a this is a culmination of my frustration at times with the environment that is created at Lambeau. Strong that, argument. And yeah. my rant. I respect it. <laughs> um, we have but, rebuilt quite the team here. <laughs> yeah, the the Packers look incredibly different. Super Bowl um, and, champions for sure, <laughs> and so do the people watching the Packers now. Apparently, and it works. You know, it works out. The, the opposite side of that trade: European soccer fans or European uh, soccer teams they get more American eyeballs on them when all of the old Packer fans go across to to watch to watch their soccer teams. They they go ahead, be quiet, go go watch soccer. Um, <laughs> But what I want is I want people to reach out to us with their weirdest ones. Tell us what you think of ours. That's why we do these is to create the engagement. I want to engage you guys with the conversation. Tell me why my my picks are terrible. I want to know why. So so let us know. Uh, follow the page or follow the show on Twitter at Packaday Podcast. Um, you can find all three of us as well on Twitter. That's where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think about our takes. Uh, guys, you want to let people know where they can find you out there? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter still at Matt underscore Frey underscore. That's at M-A-T-T underscore F-R-A underscore. Assuming you're listening to this on Tuesday morning, afternoon, anytime before, I don't know, 6, 7 o'clock, whenever we're doing it, we are doing a 
ice cream draft tomorrow, which Dan will, mm-hmm. I'm sure, plug here. Um, pretty, pretty pumped for that, trying to make sure my research is as adequate as my ice cream puns will be to melt the competition. Janelle, where can everyone <laughs> find you on Twitter? Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Big Mac underscore four. Um, I'm putting out, obviously, Pack-A-Day every other Tuesday. I've got Open Book every Thursday on Game on Wisconsin. I've got the First Line podcast. If you're into the hockey stuff, if you know who I was talking about earlier, that's probably where you should uh, go listen to me other than here. Um, I also, because this is coming out on Tuesday, my first episode of Minds of the Game with Brandon Bostic should be posted today, so that's really exciting. Oh, awesome. Yes, I'm very excited about that one. It ran really long, but you know, it was just too good of a conversation to cut short. So, yeah, those are all the places you can find me. I think that's all. <laughs> um, and yeah, and today, if you're listening to this today on Tuesday, yes, the the ice cream draft where you can watch us live and be goofballs mm-hmm. and have a good time. Yeah. If you enjoyed us making asses of ourselves here, come watch us do it live <laughs> tomorrow on YouTube. Um, speaking of which my stuff, I am at DK all the way on Twitter. You can follow me over there. Uh, and as both of these guys have pointed out my show for game on Wisconsin, each and every Tuesday leading up to the draft called draft day Tuesdays at seven thirty Eastern six thirty central on the game on Wisconsin YouTube page. And uh, like I said, these two guys are going to join me today, later on today, um, and we're going to draft ice cream flavors. So make sure that you stop in for that in each and every week. And then each and every day here at the Pack-A-Day podcast with uh, people that are not doing the hard-hitting podcasting journalism like we do, but uh, they'll still be here each and every day with uh, with real info and, and real breakdowns of Green Bay Packers stuff. So make sure you follow us here the rest of the time here on the Pack-A-Day podcast. But until next time, guys, two weeks from now, when we talk again here on the podcast, as always, uh, I don't know. I was I was going to say something about ice cream, but I didn't have an ice cream pun. Matt, do you have an ice cream pun for us to, to wrap, wrap us out? Um, I mean, we could tie I in Brad Marchand licking. <laughs> get, get your licks in. Get your licks in, everybody, and go Paco. Go Paco. Go Paco. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.